We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. B. Mitch Finley, 106.7 The Fan, 11 a.m. in the District of Columbia. Right now, time to go to the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Let's now talk to our friend, Mr. Eric Nathan. Uh, Senor Nate, are you in Mexico or the United States? Los Estados Unidos. Good morning. Uh, Happy New Year. I am back in New York City that is in the United States of America. Happy to be back. Happy to talk to you guys in the year 2023. That is an outrageous year to say out loud, but that's where we're at. And uh, it's just, it's really nice to talk to you again. How are you? How was your trip, dude? Give us some good news. The world could use some good news. Uh, One of my best friends in the world got married to his beautiful wife at a lovely resort in Mexico in Cancun. Um, it, it was it was very nice. I had a relaxing, if not very drunk time. And uh, now we're just, you know, it's time to kick off the new year. You know, we have some goals to set. I'm going to get in shape so I can beat uh, B. Mitch in a boxing match. And <laughs> I'm going to get in shape so I can join one of JP's uh, 52 vacations he's going to take this year. And, you know, it's, it's, we're looking optimistic, uh, hopefully, for this year, all of us. Can I, the can boxing I match would be on the vacation. Yo, let's, let's do two things. Um, would you box B. Mitch if he has a hand tied behind his back? In my current state? In, in any uh, state, Nate. Uh, I don't know about uh Maybe. I, I think so. One hand behind his back. I, I think that makes it a fair fight. Brian? Yeah. That. <laughs> we, we can raise a lot of money for, for some good people doing that. Um, two, I haven't discussed this. I, I think I told you this. Uh, I, have, I have planned. I have my first vacation of the year planned. We're going skiing at the end of the month out in Utah. Um, now, you didn't tell me that. Well, there were, now there, I know. there were various periods of time where I was very nervous about this trip, including. Oh, week, you did say about because you thought of the, the playoffs and week, all that. Week 13 of the NFL season, I'm sitting in the press box at Giants Stadium, and the Commanders are the hottest team in the NFL, and they were up 10-0 on the Giants. And I said, oh, my God, my wife is going to kill me if we have to cancel our trip for her birthday because the Commanders get to the NFC Championship game. If I were her, I would just go by myself, and then you meet her there. You know what? <laughs> All's well that ends well. We, we no longer have to worry. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's a great spin zone for the downfall of our beloved Washington football commanders. Um, uh, way, to, way to go. <laughs> speaking of the commanders, what did you make of Wentz over the weekend, man? <laughs> what a dumb question. Um, <laughs> he was terrible, man. That was one of the most embarrassing all-around games, performances, everything. It, it took – it. It brought our fan base. I love our fan base, and I love talking to you guys because we go through the roller coasters of the season, 
And we always say the same things. Like, we know how this story ends. We've seen this movie before. Any team owned by Dan Snyder will, you know, never make us happy. And then like clockwork, like clockwork, we go tie to the Giants, ugly, terrible, pathetic loss to the Giants, terrible, pathetic loss to the Niners, and then just needing to beat the Browns at home. We just trot old Carson Wentz out there and lay the biggest egg a team can possibly lay at home in a must-win game, and then just for the coach to not even know that he had to win the game. It was just the most perfect, this is how this team operates, this franchise operates, this Dan Snyder owned. He's just on his boat changing his, his country status to the U.K. while we're watching the only team we care about just flounder away. It, it, was, it was just one of those just perfect, of course, this is how it ends moments. Hey, but how do you uh, take the spin of, I was just worried about, I, I was focused on winning. I, I would understand that statement if it was before the game. <laughs> but the game was over, you had lost. So the well, excuse this, of focusing on winning only, at the point, that's troubling to me. This is the only correct take on that, on what Ron Rivera said. He is the coach and basically the GM of a franchise that is about to sell for $8 billion. <laughs> Imagine being a high-ranking you know, C-suite official in any $8 billion company and not knowing what that day's work meant. He said, I didn't know what today's day at work meant. I, it, it's, it's his lack of attention to detail, his lack of focus that I think we've seen all season. He hasn't been good with timeouts. He's been terrible with challenges. He's, he's kind of just, the way he answers questions, it's just, I've said it before, it's just a lot of coach speak without a lot of substance. I think he's a very good guy. I think the players like playing for him. I think we can all agree he is not where he should be as an NFL head coach. He historically, you know, thankfully Cam Newton, uh, you know, kind of lengthened his coaching career. But I, I, I cannot imagine moving forward with a guy who just does not prepare correctly, does not understand the game flow correctly. And he dying on the Carson Wentz hill. Now I did, I said last week and two weeks ago, I don't think it actually matters who the quarterback is Wentz or Heineke, because if you're talking about Wentz or Heineke with two weeks left in the season, you've already lost that season. Like one guy or the other is not going to make or break a Super Bowl, which is the only goal a team should have. But his, his just, his trading picks and paying Wentz, and seeing him in practice and then deciding this is my guy, that's what's concerning. And then the quote that comes out after the game from uh, the Browns defense saying, yeah, we saw all this on tape. We already knew what was going to happen, and Ron Rivera didn't. That's concerning. Uh, talking with our friend Barstool Nate here on the BetQL guest line. You can give Nate a follow at Barstool Nate on Twitter and Instagram. Um, going forward, dude, what do you want to do here? You you want to see Sam Howell? Uh, you want to go back to Heineke? You you want one more Wentz game just to, to give give him that big long leash everybody's talking about? What do you want I, to see? I can make arguments for all three. You you start when what argument can you make for Wentz? If you're tanking for a better draft pick, 
I mean, uh, I, that's gonna I be think one all pick. three of these dudes I, I, might give I you think, that. I think they already stated. He already stated we got to get quarterback one. So Wentz playing makes no difference. Carson playing makes no difference. The only person you don't know anything about, I mean, Carson or, or Taylor, none of those guys make a difference now. Dude, that's one guy on this team that you know nothing about as far as playing in competition. That's Sam Howell. Yeah. That's yeah. the so only answer Wentz, right now. So Wentz gives you the least chance of winning, which if you're worried about getting a higher draft pick, you trot him out there and you let Micah Parsons just beat him up all day. So that's one option. The second option is you give Taylor Heineke the respect and the thank you that he deserves for being what he's been to this team this season and last season, being that guy and you know coming out at home against the Cowboys, leading the team. I think that would be a sign of respect. I think that would be very to see, and I think he gives the team, the commanders, the best chance of winning the game on Sunday. And then there's Sam Howell. We don't know what we have in him. Do you put him out there against a Cowboys team who has something to play for and let him get beat up? I can see it both ways. You know, throw him into the fire or say, hey, he's just not ready for this. We'll see what we have with him, you know, during the offseason, during next preseason. Uh, I, I, I see merit to starting him, of course. I, I would love to see him go out there and and show that he should have got a chance earlier. I think that would be great. Uh, I, I, I can see that as a reasonable thing to do as well. Uh, I would be fine with Heineke. I would be fine with how I think Wentz would – that would be Ron Rivera saying, please fire me. That would be him saying, fire me and pay me money for doing nothing. I'm starting Carson Wentz. If he, so, if, if 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 Sam has been there for a whole year and hasn't gotten any better, that's a knock on the coaches. Okay, I think I think mm-hmm. Sam. Listen, I don't I don't buy into that little mindset of a lot of people that well, you don't want to play this guy against that quarter. You know, like a lot of guys that were supporting Carson Wentz didn't want him to start him against Carson Wentz, but they didn't mind. I mean, they didn't want to start Carson Wentz against the Forty Nine, but they didn't mind bringing him off the bench. You know, right. if you are a legitimate quarterback in this league, you play against the best. You know, and well, I think if, that's if the we, issue with Sam Howell, right? But if we, we, if we no... want to see what he's capable of, throw him out there against the best. Why put him against a mediocre team? We just started Carson Wentz against a mediocre, supposedly defense that wasn't as great. Mm-hmm. But and what did he look like? So what difference Terrible. would it make if you put the other guy out there? Because he's he's young. He's a fifth round pick with zero snaps and with a I lot think- of moxie. But I think you can give him just like a little rope there saying, we don't want to completely kill your psyche in your first start. We don't want you to get completely killed. We like your development. We like what we've seen out of you. We're not going to throw you out there in a meaningless game to us behind a bad offensive line where you can get – it reminds like David Carr to the, on the Texans. I always go back to that example. Who knows what he could have been, but he was playing behind a five of me's on his offensive line. His yeah, season. They also rolled so, him out week one for the season. I, 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 I understand I get what it's you're just, saying, but this is week yeah. 18. Like, if he, like, let's say he gets beat, let's say he gets really beat up here and he takes six sacks. Like, they're done. It's not like you're expecting him to play the following week. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm making the argument for and against. I, I would be perfectly happy and content with seeing him under center on Sunday, no doubt about it. I think the correct answer, though, is Heineke. I would love for Heineke to go out there and win the game against the Cowboys at home on January 8th. I think that would be fantastic. I would be very happy for him. I'd be happy to go out this season on a high note. Uh, 
you know, I love winning. I, I don't like tanking. I don't want to lose the game. I don't want to lose to the Cowboys, especially. This should be a big Dallas week. Let's beat the Cowboys. Instead, you know, it, it's turned into what it is, as always, which is unfortunate. So I wish Ron Rivera said today, Heineke's our starting quarterback this Sunday, end of discussion. That's what I want. What if, here's a scenario that I think would really bone Rivera. <laughs> he puts Heineke in, and Heineke looks good. And everybody's like, yo, why the hell did you play Wentz last week? Yeah. Yep. And, and I think. And we know they care about what people think about him. Oh, big time. I, dude, because right now, Ron might not be as worried about what Dan thinks as he is about whatever whoever's coming next thinks. And if you go to Heineke this week and he looks good, and let's be real about Heineke, these are the kind of situations where he might come in and be great because he's pissed. Heineke's an mm-hmm. emotional, reactive player. And trust me, I he was not happy about getting benched. He said as much. Nobody should be. No. That's not a secret. If you're happy about getting benched, I don't want you on the team. Right. He said that. He's like, everybody in this room should think they should start. Otherwise, they shouldn't be in pro football. If if Heineke comes in and balls out, it makes the decision to go to Wentz awful. It, maybe it's already awful. It makes it that much worse. It makes and it if Howe goes in and ball out, it make it make it real awful. It makes it perhaps fireable. <laughs> and, and I think I, that's a real part of the discussion. I think Rivera, based on this season and how well the defense was, uh, like played at that. Ugh, I can't speak right now. How good the defense played at the end of the season, especially, and just how poorly Rivera was able to just coach this team. This team was a playoff team. I'm, I don't, I'm trying not to get mad. This team is good enough to be in the playoffs. This team had the softest schedule humanly possible, and we could not do it. They could not score points. They could, like, Rivera coached himself out of winning games. I, I don't even think it's, I don't think week 18 should be the deciding factor if Rivera keeps his job. We've seen enough last year and this year. We've seen enough to decide if he should be the coach moving forward. And I think it's unequivocally a no. I think Scott Turner, unequivocally a no. Jack Del Rio, as much as me and Beamage, absolutely could not stand this guy. He really has done a good thing with the defense, and he has kept this terrible offense in games all season. So I think he's – I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He can stay. But there is no reason that Week 18 should be the deciding factor for Ron Rivera. Start whatever quarterback you want but you should not be the head coach next season. Considering the turmoil mm. with ownership, do you expect any major changes? See, that's interesting. I don't know how that works. I guess everybody's just in limbo until the team is sold and then the new guy comes in well, and he chooses to clean house or not. There's but, a couple. Like, let, let me lay out some Snyder, scenarios for you. Snyder shouldn't be firing anybody, right? Because if he's selling, it's, 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 what does he care? Like, yeah. I'll pay my guy Ron Rivera until the cows come home. Right. Like, the thought is... If Snyder's going to fire these people, he would have to pay off their contracts. Yeah, he's and, not doing that. And I don't see that happening. Dude, there is a scenario. We how saw much, How much more money is it for these coaches? I don't we don't know that, so, right? Let, let's say if it's 40 50 million. How many billions are they going to make? 5 Forget 6 maybe. Eight. 5 or 6. That's a toss in the bucket. It is a toss in the bucket, but do you feel like tossing something in the bucket on your way out? <laughs> hey, I, I'm not, I'm asking. Listen, man. Suppose the whoever suppose they come up with an agreement, and the owners, the new person, say, "I need them out. You just fire. I can let you do that. You fire. I'm going away out. You may make the fans happy with you. 
Well, how about this, dude? The Broncos, just, just hear me out on this. The Broncos fired Vic Fangio kind of without an owner. They were in this, like, limbo of the old the – old, uh, now, their situation was very different because the old owner, I believe, had passed away, and there was, like, a family battle, and an estate was selling the team to eventually what became the Walmart folks. But they still fired their owner and hired a new guy. And now mm-hmm. that guy has since been fired. Like, it's not unprecedented <clears throat> that something changes even while ownership is up in the air. I'm not expecting it, frankly. Um, yeah. Especially because our, you know, team president, GM, whatever, they're all just in Snyder's pocket. So it's, it's not like they can go out on their own and fire a guy. Like, that all has to be cleared by Dan Snyder. We know this. Dan Snyder can say that he's not involved in the day-to-day. This man has been heavily involved in the day-to-day. So, no, they can't go rogue and fire anybody without the old DS stamp of approval, and he's not going to sign off on paying you know, Ron Rivera the rest of his contract. Absolutely no chance. Unless Rivera goes to him and it's like, hey, bud, we're tight, right? I could take a quick 10 mil to do nothing next year. That sounds nice. Then Snyder might work out a deal with him. Now we're talking hypothetically, but I, that's, that is a scenario I could possibly see. It's, um, it's on, they, they really had an opportunity. They were 7-5 and five in Week 13 yep. Yep. and are now out of the playoffs, 7-8-1. and one. Does it matter? B, let me ask you this. When you were it playing in, in, in lost seasons, once you were out of the playoffs, did you care what the final record was? Like, would, If they win this week and they get to 500, would that have registered for you? I don't think it necessarily raised to me, but you still want to win the game. I right. mean, in my said going to the game, I want to win the game. Uh, and being, if we're not in the playoffs and playing, I don't think you should be happy. Right. You know, you can sit up here and tell me, well, we were 500. I'm like, no, you were 75 at uh, one point and you finished that 500. Well, and I think one thing that gets forgotten is there's no meaningless game in the NFL because for. 35 dudes that are going to be on that field, they have no idea if they're going to be back. And they have no idea where they're going to be next year. And they got to put good tape out there. So what do you, uh, what do you expect in Nate dog this weekend? Man, I, we got to be honest. This team, I, 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 they, based on what happened yesterday, this team's going to want to go into the off season healthy. And I, I, you know, you can't expect – once you're out of the playoffs, you just cannot expect 100%. You just – it's when it, it's kind of like the week of Christmas. Like, you can show up to work, but you're not doing anything. You're just sitting there right. scrolling Twitter. So we can't reasonably expect these guys to give 100%. You, it's just it, – at the end of the day, it's a job. They're collecting a paycheck. They have nothing to play for. They're looking forward to just getting off that field – not everybody, but, you know, just hanging up the pads and just taking a breather after the grueling season. Uh, and the Cowboys are playing for something. So, uh, you know, you, I don't expect a win. It, it, and uh, it, it's, it stinks. It's unfortunate. But I don't think anybody can reasonably expect a win on Sunday. Um, hmm. Did you see the Caps drop a nine spot the other night? I don't know if you yeah, were in Mexico or what. Caps are the hottest team in the league. I and I did not they're getting Oshie it. back tonight. Oshie's and Wilson and Backstrom are skating again. This team has been 
way, way, way outperforming what I expected without Wilson or Backstrom. And then, you no, know, Orlov's been hurt. Oh, she's been in and out of the lineup nonstop. It's just the OB show doesn't doesn't quit, and the goaltending has been phenomenal. It has been very, very fun to watch the Caps just rise in the standings over the last month. Yeah, I, I, I did not expect them to win 10 out of 11 games, and they have just really, really shown up, and it's been very, very fun to watch. I, I'm not going to throw our year out there quite yet, but it, it's looking good. Yeah, hold on to that right now. It's the, the looking last, good, though. The last big proclamation you made was Carson Wentz to the Super Bowl, so let's all just relax a, a oh, little bit. Real quick on that. I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I will root for every starting quarterback this team brings in. I don't care who yeah, it but is. Yeah, saying I, they're going to the Super Bowl, that's a little much, though, Nate. I, probably, I said Colt McCoy will go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I said uh, Mark Sanchez will go to so the Super Bowl. So in other words, you saying when you, you say something, don't Sam pay you Howell? no attention. Sam Howell? But no, here's the thing. It's not that. It's just I will always root. It doesn't make me wrong to root for Carson Wentz. No, root Wentz for him, but don't add that extra stuff to it that you know is not possible. Yeah, that's just hyperbole. It's just that's just exaggeration. But I will always, if we sign another quarterback for another twenty-eight million dollar contract, I will once again root my heart out for that guy because I have gone my entire adult life without a real quarterback. At least uh, your Twitter cousins, friends with RG three. Kirk Cousins kinda RG three for one year, but we have had zero sustainability at quarterback. So when we bring a guy in, I get excited. This is the guy. This is the guy that leads us to the promised land. And guess what? So far, I'm over thirty four. But I <laughs> hey, still we got to run. They brought in. Major, we will get there. They brought in Major Tutty. Are you excited about that? <laughs> Hilarious mascot. Never a good thing when the mascot's the star of the team. But very funny. I do like him. Thank you, buddy. We'll talk soon. <laughs> See ya. That's, Hi, our, that's our friend Barstool Nate. Uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football had something to say about Major Tutty that I thought was kind of interesting. We're going to play that next. Uh, Pete Haley joins us at noon. We got a, for a team with no playoff aspirations, we got a packed show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.